All right, last story I want to bring to y'all is much lighter, uh, definitely more exciting. Um, this is just a little shout out and a look at Animal Crossing. What is Animal Crossing? Well, if you're unaware, it is a video game. It has been around for a, a while now um, in different iterations for different video game consoles. Um, it is a Nintendo game. So it started on Nintendo 64 and Nintendo GameCube and has been uh, getting new releases with each new platform basically for years now. The newest Nintendo game system is called the Nintendo Switch, and recently Animal Crossing for Nintendo Switch was released. I've been playing the game nonstop after work here for the last several days. Couldn't resist. You know, it's cute, it's fun, it's a break from stressful reality, but more importantly, it has really become a way to communicate with friends over some simple clean fun where you are uh, basically designing a little village you are uh, going through little menial tasks like picking weeds and um, you know picking fruits off of trees and building houses and talking to your neighbors it can seem like why would you ever play this game right well especially in a time where we are socially distanced from each other it's a chance to kind of live the basics of reality in a cute cartoony virtual world where you can interact with your friends and from a consumer standpoint uh you know nintendo couldn't have picked a better time to release this game clearly they didn't plan on releasing this during a quarantine in a pandemic but alas they did and now we're seeing the unintended consequences some not so positive some very positive for Nintendo, and I think this can showcase how companies can use a crisis like this as an opportunity to adapt and come out the other side more resilient, especially more digitally resilient. So some stats to contextualize why this is, uh, you know, important to be talking about. Verizon reported that U.S. video game usage during peak hours has gone up 75% since the quarantine first went into effect. I'm sure a lot of this uh, is... You know, kids staying home from school, working on video games now, but, you know, I think a lot of adults as well that are now staying at home that might enjoy, you know, a little break on Xbox or, or PlayStation, they're now, you know, tossing that on in the middle of the day for a little bit as a, a break away from the monotony, and during peak hours now... Everyone is home. Everyone needs something to do. They're playing video games. Nintendo is actually having trouble meeting increased demand for its Switch consoles in the United States. A lot of out-of-stock messages are showing up for retailers like Amazon, Target, GameStop, Best Buy. I know for me, I barely found a Switch the other day. It was one of two or three left at a movie trading company around here. Everywhere else, Amazon, Target, GameStop, Best Buy, the big ones, gone. Nothing. Walmart didn't have it either. Uh, you couldn't pick up the game, you couldn't pick up the system, because I think people are realizing, wow, this is, uh, you know, a time to keep myself busy at home, what am I going to do? And the Nintendo Switch, especially with this game Animal Crossing, is really showcasing we are a system to, um, you know, to, to draw people together with good, clean fun. And I think that has been part of their branding and marketing for a long time now, being the family-friendly console. And I think that's really paying off for them when, you know, you're around friends and family now 24-7. The company did say in February that shipment delays were basically inevitable due to the outbreak. And they have confirmed that the Nintendo company is experiencing uh, production and shipping delays of its Switch console and complementary accessories like their little controllers. They're called Joy-Con controllers. Um, the outbreak 
in general, has slowed the export of manufacturing materials from China to Vietnam. And Vietnam is where a major assembly factory is located uh, to build consoles for retail in the United States. So from a production standpoint, that's probably why we're seeing a lot of um, out-of-stock messages at our major retailers. But even online, um, online shopping for the Nintendo Switch is also delayed. And that is a, you know, a production issue, but I think it's also just everyone bought them all at the same time, and I think that is telling of the power of the branding that Nintendo has built around itself, uh, where people turn to Nintendo and its consoles and games during a time like this. That's not something that they just decided to do yesterday. Oh, we're going to brand ourselves as the family-friendly social uh, video game console. They just already were associated like that. And so now, once this reality hits, folks turn to Nintendo and a game like Animal Crossing for that relief and that, um, you know, that social release as well, since we aren't interacting with other people as much. And consumers are actually turning this game into a hub for social life when social life has almost entirely disappeared. Uh, Last week, there was a wedding ceremony on Animal Crossing. There have been things like graduations and other major social gatherings for people. They're turning it into a real cultural staple. So I wanted to just highlight this to end my, uh, you know, B2B update here, which ended up being the length of a full show. Oops, I guess I'm a talker. (laughs) And who who needs a co-host anyways, right? I think companies can take away some of the marketing wins that Nintendo has had here. And also some of the digital infrastructure wins that Nintendo has here. Nintendo has built, um, you know, an online community that not only can digitally last something like this with its infrastructure, it can handle everyone on the network in, um, you know, more extreme fashion. Uh, it's built for communication. Um, it's it's built for uh, long term use, you know, periods where you're playing for hours and hours on end, where millions of people are playing simultaneously. They built that, and it can now survive something like this. But also, they built a community through their marketing, through years of honing their message, their visuals, who they advertise to um, through, you know, consoles like the Wii and the Wii U, which were all about motion and all about, you know, fun games to play with the family in the household. The success of the Nintendo Switch and Animal Crossing wouldn't be as potent if they hadn't already had that vision for decades. So, you know, in the short term, I'm not saying companies can adapt like Nintendo has crafted their vision for the last, you know, 20 plus years, right? But what they can do is, I think, look at the marketing wins that Nintendo is, uh, you know, playing off of with the success of Animal Crossing and understand that in this more digitally... um, necessary time, building community with your clients, with your business partners, with people in your supply chain, uh, doing that naturally and authentically pays off for uh, longevity for a company. This is an opportunity to reconnect with some of your biggest clients socially and, you know, with a, a business twinge as well. Uh, reconnect, uh, you know, reassess their needs. How can your company adapt to meet their needs? That's a lot of what Market Scale is doing in this time, and it is paying off for us. We are thriving right now. Things are great. Um, so, you know, I think this is a sign for folks out there. Look to Animal Crossing, look to Nintendo. They are weathering this storm. They are thriving. Folks are having fun playing this game. Um, how can you take some some lessons 
from the social wins and the marketing wins and the community wins of Animal Crossing and apply them to your company moving forward. And I think a big one there is just social media. Get on social media, interact with your community, and let them know that you are still around, you still care about their business, um, you still care about the relationships that they've built with your company, you still care about the people in your supply chain that make your company possible, you still care about the partners that... um, you know, elevate your work and that are extensions of your team. They could be outsourced. They could be third-party marketers, anything. Create that sense of community because now is the time to make it out the other side more unified. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries.